Hey, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Good Bagan Podcast. It's your boy Sos in the building, and your girl LD looking at me with some kind of funny stank face. What's going on? Evil eyes because Sos is mad annoying. Guys, I've already put come on this podcast and be like, Sos is amazing. Like, oh my god, I cannot fight to him for like the next two months, but he just destroyed it. So, but yeah, we back, we back, we back because some people whatsapp to me saying oh you guys haven't put out an episode in a while yada 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 so here we are yeah yeah We're so back. it's like i guess it's, it's going to feel a lot like christmas right it's beginning to feel a lot like christmas i don't know I'm not, I'm not sure what the timeline is for christmas is it like in terms of um putting up decorations and stuff i know like yesterday um zen the bank i know everybody knows that popular street ad- Adjose, um, Ade Ogun, where Zen the Bank kind of decorates the whole street. I know yesterday they had their, like, I guess, lightning up um, ceremony at the, at the roundabout where they essentially lit up the whole place. And I went to ShopRite this morning and they were playing Christmas songs, they had decorations. And I had a really, really cheerful, um, um, uh, what do you call it, people behind the counter? Cashier. cashier yeah really cheerful so i was like she was so like bubbly and up in spirit i'm like she even lifted my spirit by how just nice did you give her a tip eh? did you give her I a didn't tip? Have cash with me to hmm. give her a tip now i'm not sure if that's what she was going for but she was just she was really nice and bubbly and it just felt really festive so it's kind of cool christmas is christmas is here good times um, seasons and good tidings and all that good stuff let the good time roll Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, even though I'm saying this without an iota of bubbly Christmas situation, but it really is. I feel like when it's December, there's just something in the air and you can literally tell like everyone is in a good mood. Everyone, apart from the stank people that we shall discuss later on, but let's not get far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. November 18th, you know, I guess usually, I guess like in the US, Christmas officially starts after Thanksgiving. I guess here we don't have Thanksgiving, so... And I feel like Zenith was just really trying to light up on time just in case any other bank is trying to gun for their position because if you're in Nigeria, then you know that this year has been the year of banks um, shading each other. Because Zenith Bank usually does it, if I'm right, on like the 30th of November or the 1st of December. So this is way ahead of schedule. So I'm wondering, do they think that there's another bank that is about to light up a particular area of town or something? But I guess they just want to get a jump on Christmas, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just like the way ShopRite wants it. Everywhere now they're doing Black Friday sales. and Exactly. So shouldn't they have waited till Black Friday ended? Oh, well. I'm seeing people have started Black... Since the beginning of November, I've been seeing Black Friday sales everywhere. There's even this place where I saw a couple's massage for 8K in Surulere. Black Friday. I wouldn't like, go there because I checked the address and it's Itire and I'm like, yeah, I don't trust them. What's, what's no shit to anybody who lives in Itire. What's Itire? It's just an area in Surulere that I wouldn't wrong? imagine that a spa would be. That's yeah. all. Like, what is it like hood or what's, what's, going, what's wrong with Itire? I wouldn't call it very hoodie, but let's just leave that for another day. Let's just, let's just leave it as it is before I get some backlash. But yeah. Before I get to the backlash, yeah, I'm uh, see elitist. I'm not being elitist. Excuse you. I'm just speaking my truth. Somebody's giving a nice discounted uh, massage for 8K and you are saying it's your right. So you're looking for my trouble. Let's not look for it. Mm. Anyway, so things that we've been up to since we were out. Um, 
So funny enough, our birthdays are kind of really close to each other. We're twins. I don't know about that. We are twins. Yeah. Ours is on the third. We, no, yours is on the third. Yeah. That's what I said now. You said ours is on no, the third. I said mine is on the third. Do you want to play that back? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's to hear it. And yours is on the sixth, right? So anyway, it um, happened to be that at X um, weekend. Weekend. So we kind of checked that out, which was pretty cool. Um, I don't say I'm an art person per se, but I I, I do I do why laughing? Definitely just continue. Yeah, but I do enjoy the arts and you know. He's trying to sound real bougie right now. Yeah, but to choose a lot of it is really about people watching, just because of the vibe the kind of thing brings and the kind of crowd it gathers together. So for me, I just felt it was just a nice change of pace to see a different crowd of Lagos and you know I saw guys wearing um, rompers and. You know, people looking at us of, you know... It was the Alte crowd, like we like to call them. And uh, I don't even know what Alte means. Alte means alternative crowd. What is alternative I learned this mean? when someone used that to describe some some of my Unraveling Nigeria stuff. It just means the people... Alternative are like people who dress differently. They dress... Like, they don't follow the norm. Like... <laughs> How would you? How would like you? Are the guys wearing rompers? Is that okay? Yeah, exactly. Like, or the people, or the guys who dyed their hair pink. Like, it's like you know when we go for all these events now. Like, remember that one that had um Skepta. At um, I can't remember what it's called. Can you remember? When the African Art Foundation. Yeah, exactly. It's always the all take crowd in quotes. Apparently, that go there. Although there's a fun, there's a joke in Nigeria that people purposely make themselves all take so they can't be referred to as the all take crowd. But like in England, you'd you'd find maybe people like that in Shoreditch or something like that. All those people who feel very artsy and vibey and yeah, man, you know, smoking weed and all that and feeling like they understand the arts better than everyone or the creative world better than everyone. You know that kind of thing. So that's pretty much what it is and i had a lot of fun people watching i saw some cool stuff at least the there was this um comic book yeah that was a cool one there's a comic book who, who was just kind of describing a futuristic lagos and you know had the whole story around it and even had like a um, virtual reality um 360 thing, 360 thing it, it, where it's you could, still picture but you look around you and kind of immerse yourself in that um, world that he created so that's really creative there was this um, artist too that he was actually not in the main hall, which kind of did stuff with um, um, glass staining. I, I thought it was really refreshing and nice. It was the one from your area, B. Yeah, I guess I'm. I guess I'm actually. That's why he's being biased. Yeah, but you know, other people have always been known for great artwork. And <laughs> Amongst other things. Yeah, and you know, being creative that way. Um, so there are really, there are really some, there are really some cool stuff. Some stuff I'm like, eh. I actually saw something too that actually caught my attention, where it was like a wood framing, and somebody had like pictures of like different families and stuff. And like that. And we're going to recreate it. You no, know, just give me ideas. We are going to recreate it. We are. So it just gave me ideas, which was really cool. Um, what else did I see that like, really caught, really caught my fancy? There, there was this artwork where somebody made stuff with nails. And from far away, because it was like a Zeus-type painting, a Zeus-type figure being done. So there were all sorts of, uh, all sorts of cool stuff going on, and and it, and it was pretty cool. Like I said, there was a lot of picture watching, and oh, there was this the highest um, selling modern 
Nigerian art that sold for two about two million dollars. Ben Ewenu or Ewenu, whatever. Yeah, so and it was like a portrait. I guess it looked like our own Mona Lisa in a way. It was a portrait of, um, I guess, it was a Yoruba princess or royalty somewhere. He did a portrait of her, and obviously that's the highest selling modern Nigerian art piece of two million. So it was kind of cool, you know, getting close to something like that and just, I guess, looking at. At such artwork and kind of seeing what uh, the big deal was about, so it was it was it was fun. And what even got me giggling was uh, there was an older guy who was walking around the art X, and I started talking to some uh, people that displayed the artwork, and they're like, "Oh, should we follow you? Let I don't want you to end up buying rubbish. <laughs> There's a lot of rubbish here. You have to." So I found that kind of funny that somebody uh, in part of the. Um, um, I guess display or whatever it is, cautioning somebody that there's a lot of rubbish in there, which everybody is looking at amazing art. So it, no, not really, because we saw some stuff that we were like, "This is rubbish." I could have doodled that. What naturally, other people think so. We know with lots of artwork that's you know, like just put a true painting on the painting on the canvas and you just splash it and it becomes this big thing. But that subtle, um, that subtle meanings, meanings or creativity or techniques. To way that people that are really into the arts can kind of figure out and what makes one piece valuable, another piece like Satakia that looks great to your wall, but it's um, 50 bucks or whatever it is. <laughs> so it was anyway. I, I think it was a fun event for me anyway. What, what about you? What were your favorite stuff you saw? I kind of listed all of mine. That I could buy a drink for 2k and get an extra drink. That was really cool even though i didn't really like any of the cocktails but my favorite thing was the comic it was really cool i mean i felt like the table could have been raised a bit higher because god my neck was hurting from bending down but it was really nice to see like an original comic of a futuristic lagos i mean technically i guess i could kind of already tell from the beginning that the girl was special but that's beside it but it was really good i really really liked the main art hall because when you get in, you don't realize that there's a main art hall. You just go from floor to floor, yeah, you know, just checking. It was at the Civic Center. Yeah, so, but there was literally a main hall where, like, there were so many artworks. It was really cool. It was nice. It was such a vibe. That sounds very old, eh? But, yeah, it was such a vibe to just see everyone immersing themselves in, like, the art. And outside, you know, they had obviously planned for, like, people being hungry things like that so there were like snacks and drinks ice cream whatever and as we were leaving um we could see them gearing up for a concert i think i think it was a concert anyway there was going to be live music yeah but it was strictly by invitation by invitation yeah Yeah. exactly but i think it was actually pretty cool that they didn't cause as much traffic as i thought they would yeah but we had to park on the road like really close to the the bridge, bridge. To follow more. yeah so exactly was, uh, but i mean it was good it was a good way to spend um the day it was a little event because it was a three-day um event well technically you can't say it was a three-day event because the first day was strictly by invitation okay, and it was the official i say official it was the official opening by the owner of ife so Technically, you can't really count that first day as. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. But Saturday and Sunday were packed anyway. Yeah. So it's, uh, it was, uh, I guess, and was 2K to get in. I, I think this is the third year edition. And this the is the first, first time they are charging, free, yeah. So I'm pretty sure they must have made a lot of money. And I love their um, ArtX t shirts. What the sad thing about it was the version of it that we're selling 
was not as nice as the, in my own opinion anyway, as what the Staff. organizers were wearing. I would have sold what the organizers were wearing. Those, those ones looked w way much nicer than the the ones that they had on display. I get why you didn't want to sell that so you don't start mistaking um, normal people normal for people. organizers and letting them enter anywhere, that yeah. kind of thing. So Anyway, so that that was at the expo. It was a solid night, yeah, um, think, evening, day. Yeah, I think yeah. next year I probably won't mind checking it out again. Just you know, maybe go a little bit earlier and see more stuff and get out before it gets too um, packed. Uh, but I didn't feel like it was too packed even when we were there. No, I, I mean, apart from the parking space situation. No, I felt it was packed. No, we went at the main hall, was like rubbing shoulders. Sometimes you couldn't really look at an art piece because there were like 10 people gathering around it and circling. You have to circle back before maybe people leave or quickly go to work. People are not looking at. So I would prefer to go a little bit earlier, just see what I wanted to see. But like, like I said, like, or like you said, I didn't realize it was, an, it was a bigger room where all the artwork was. Mm. I thought just walking through Civic Center where they had different artwork kind of placed in different locations. I thought that was it. I do know who won, who won the 2018 at X stuff. No, it was the... She's, not, she's, she's um, shaking her head now. There, there was... Um, I don't know if you've noticed the woman who was using cameras and videos of people to create arts on the on the wall she was on the second floor no i didn't by the bathroom when you walk into the bathroom there's this there was on somebody projecting on the screen and she was using people that came in and come out okay yeah it was beside the comic thing exactly it wasn't beside the comic but then thing. i don't remember it was, it was that it's the same floor when you walk to the bathroom she was projecting on that i don't remember on that wall anyway that was the winner so it was kind of uh, i guess they gave it to her for creativity in terms of creating life arts as the event um was um going on so anyway, so that was that was Artex. Then we now um, ended it by going to Noir restaurant. I think Noir is like a French restaurant in Lagos. It's also uh, French for black. I think everybody kind of knows that. No, not really. You underestimate how many people actually I think speak an iota of French. I think people must know Noir means black, mm -hmm. even if it's, even if they would term it as French. Anyway, so it's kind of I guess it's been I've seen it a lot in social media. I read the review on Eat Drink Lagos. And it's kind of been, uh, I guess, a hot spot for a little bit, right? Uh, so Virgin Atlantic had something there when they had all this. Yeah, so it's been... Yeah, been a hot spot. Yeah. So, yeah, so we decided to go check it out as per birthday, um, dinner type stuff. So going in there, I guess, my own personal review. It's, the space itself is nice, but you have to go through like a supermarket to get to the space. So which kind of kills the vibe a little bit if you think you're going to somewhere really upscale fine dining that you have to actually walk through a supermarket first to get to the um to get to the actual restaurant but once you bypass that i think that's i think that's la point right la point restaurant is places i'm i'm guessing maybe the same owners or whatever because a lot of people shop there for uh, imported goods and stuff like that so a lot of expertise and stuff i've never really bought anything from there before so, but going to the main space itself was pretty nice. Um, you would expect it to be a little bit more black in terms of the noir thing, but the table, I guess the table, the table uh, mats were black and some other strategic black stuff, but... Guys, I'm stank in sauce right now, it and I will tell you why, total, and he's giggling it, already because he total, knows why. I don't know, I know what you're about. Just but, but the total overall feel was, was really nice and cozy, so... Um, uh, and another thing to the the service was really good. The service with the waiters were nice. They seemed to know a little bit about what was on the menu and what to suggest, right? 
So we had the um, starters, right? Yeah. So what were the starters again? Calamari, deep fried calamari, and we had dumplings. And then they brought out this nice fancy bread stuff that Sus really liked. No, the bread was regular bread, though. It was not like regular stale bread. It's fancy because you have to dip it into something. No, but By the time it goes into the dip, the difference between uh, what you call it is just the addition. If I eat it just bread, they would say it's bread. But as the bread had to go into the dip, once it goes into the dip, it becomes fancy bread. Bread that has gone abroad. So Anyways, like, so the bread, and the bread was complimentary, was on the house. But what what was really nice was the sauce, or I don't know, it was the dip, or not the sauce, was the dip. It was like olive oil with some kind of molasses underneath, right? So it was like olive oil and something black underneath, and it was like really sweet, and so cut the bread and dip. I really enjoyed it. It reminds me of... Um, you remember of a restaurant that I used to go to when I was in Sacramento then? Hmm. Like a tapa. Fancy. <laughs> Fancy bubble. Oh, like <laughs> Sweet boy association. Eh? Stemmy, stemmy. Sacramento. Sacramento is always trying to. It, it took me there a little bit, like a tavern. Don't worry, it's just to tell you how stuff. this thing took him to everywhere. Yeah, Continue. Yeah, yeah, so. And the calamari was actually alright. I We had calamari at um, this place. Um, cakes, uh, is it cakes and crust? Crust and cream. Crust and cream. To me, that's the best calamari me I've had. I'm going to interject here, and so is comparing apples and oranges, and I was, th- and this is why. Yes, we had calamari at crust and cream, and we had calamari at Noah, but there were two different types of calamari, and I kept trying to explain this to Sauce. The calamari at crust and cream was suya calamari, while the calamari at Noah was deep fried calamari. How do you compare something that is deep fried with something that was just roasted? Makes no sense. So, I had calamari in two different places. In two Pre- different ways. Pre- prepared two different ways. I prefer the way crust and cream. Yeah, they say that. I don't say that the calamari is different. Because I'm sure if crust and cream also does deep fried calamari, you'd probably have the same, you'd probably have the same, um, what do you call it, opinion. Still- and this is why, because sauce did not like the fact that it was chewy. And once you deep fry something, especially seafood, it, there's tendency that it will be chewy you know that's my review apparently you enjoyed it more than i did no i'm just saying i'm not saying i'm just saying that let's be very open with what we're telling our listeners that the calamaris were prepared differently that's yeah. all yeah that's fine i'm gonna share my opinion I, I enjoyed the dumplings and i guess it was they gave us um soy sauce essentially to dip it in right yeah yeah and dip so, it low. so the dumplings were nice then for the for the mains and like i said this is not cheap um I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Just continue. Yeah, for some of the main, then we had like a salmon, and I just because it was been a, it's been a long time that I've, I've had salmon, right? So I said when he was in Texas or Sacramento no, so somewhere. I've, I've had salmon in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Just that salmon's like expensive. So, so I had salmon with um, um, rice, basmati rice. What do they call it? Basmati rice. Basmati rice, right? Like, and that was the side that they came with. So I had that. And uh, salmon is salmon. It's hard to mess up salmon, so yeah, it was okay. You know, not nothing extraordinary, right? What about you? What, what, what your main? How was that? How was that? Okay, so first of all, I'm gonna just take us back a little bit. Tell you why sauce is. Oh my God, I cannot believe it. While we were at Noir, I made a statement and I said, considering the name is Noir, I would think that everything in the restaurant would be black. Sauce is smiling now because he knows it's true. And sauce says, well, it might be a bit of an overkill if everything is black. I mean, the main aim of, you know, there is black these days. But for him to come on this same podcast and make the exact statement, like, dude, what is wrong with you? 
I'm never going to I'm never going to find out with any type of response. What is wrong with you? So said he was overkill and everything cannot be black. And now he comes on this podcast and he says, oh, I thought everything would be black, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, stop it. <laughs> stop behaving badly. Can, anyway, we have, can we have a review so, on your main? Anyway, so yeah, it's kind of weird that you have to walk up through a supermarket. But technically, you're not even walking through the supermarket. The stairs are by the side. So you literally enter the door turn to the left and you get on the stairs but then i like to see it as you know how you're watching all these movies and the women and the men are dressed fancy and then they have to enter through some hoodie kind of place and they enter like this nice casino or whatever so i just psyched myself into feeling the same way now what did i have so says whatever i had is called and again this is why he didn't say anything because you know, cannot pronounce it and it's not like i can pronounce it too but so says that what i had was the bullet base i don't care what it was was it was like a seafood soup type thing it had calamari it had um i think it had crabs it had prawns and then it had potatoes and like so said shout out to the waiters because they knew exactly what the food was i was just going to order it like that but the waiter was like no i it need to also have muscles in there so i saw muscles no not muscles there was something else but it wasn't muscles it was muscles it was, was it like muscles? yeah those black colored it no muscles. i can't remember if it was muscles okay it was yeah muscles anyway um and they asked me to get like the potato gratin maybe i don't know but it was kind of like mashed potatoes anyway but my food was really good i really enjoyed it it was very nice so said that it reminded him of clam chowder from when he was back in where eh? mississippi this time <laughs> <laughs> no actually actually, actually it, it, her, her main was really nice i wish i wish i ordered that it was really good it, it, it reminded me of clam chowder it's not clam chowder but i remember clam chowder i like it brought back memories yeah like in san francisco (laughs) fisherman's wolf okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) sacramento it was a really nice flavorful um soup and it just it was different flavors you know a lot of times when you go to i think i made a mistake ordering the salmon a lot of times when you go to a new restaurant that has supposed to have this fanciful menu you want to have stuff that you won't eat on a regular day right like i did yeah so that was pretty uh that was pretty good not technically i'd like to have some of the steak cook on stone but when i saw the price of our cooking steak on stone you know i said i'll eat i'll eat meat when i get home like that song goes i don't know if you guys have heard that song but my brothers and i have made it a prayer point able god no more insufficient funds <laughs> so when we don't have insufficient we'll go and cook the steak on the stone but yeah um it was really good the menu is quite simple i'm not saying that uh, so when i mean simple i mean there's not a lot on the menu so you can easily like decide you know how sometimes you go to a restaurant and there's like 20 pages and you're thinking what do i want what do i want which is which are usually those restaurants are not that good it's better when they have a streamlined menu so you know that that's their focus yeah so it was really good we ordered dessert and i really liked it because i'm a fan of cheesecakes was it cheesecake or a crumble it was cheesecake because those are my two go-to desserts it was really good Mm -hmm. raspberry or was it strawberry 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 yeah it was really good it's regular cheesecake you know there's nothing uh, i liked it it was my cheesecake and i liked uh, it anyway so yeah and i think that the you ordered the cocktail too i just ordered water i ordered a regular schmegla mojito so they want to dry strawberry mojito regular schmegla strawberry what i mean is a mojito is a very big and regular cocktail that's what i meant so yeah but it was really good i enjoyed it i enjoyed my meal it was it was a nice way to end the evening. Yeah, it cost like almost 50 grand. 
Ah ah, normal. Yes, now let me. What did the Bible say? No, but this is not teaching on now. I just let people know that this is what it costs to go to Noah. Yes, yeah, so guys, hold, hold, hold like fifty k to become. Yeah, people. exactly. And keep in mind that we had actually we actually had a budget, but clearly we kind of overwhelmed this budget. But it was good. Yeah. Do you think it was worth it? It was alright, you know, it was one day thing, as if you're eating there every weekend, so. The question was, did you think it was worth it? I don't understand what this every day what, something. What, what, what? Worth it, like, would you advise people to go, or, yeah? It depends on your pocket now. If, if you go there and you cannot pay rent, I'm not advising you for that. <laughs> <laughs> if, you have, if you have a few coins to spare, uh, it's not a bad place to, you know, check out, you know, like I said. Yeah, and try and dress nice. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, we're not sure you can just ca- wear casual stuff. You can wear casual stuff. Do you think Costos changed though? I just wanted to say that. That's why I brought up that time. I was wearing shorts Sos now. Was if, wearing if you're shorts. going for dinner, you really wear shorts. That's why I said dress nice now. Not, I, personally, I, after I changed, I think there's no there's no real place in Nigeria to go to say, yeah, you really have to dress nice or there's a strict dress code where you can't get in. I don't, I'm not sure there's a place I like don't know. That. I've heard about them kicking people out of places because they're wearing shorts or slippers or Which something place? like that. I can't remember right now. Maybe it's clubs, not... Um, I can't, not like say, I can't remember right now. And I said places. I just said places. But yeah. What's places? Anyways, they, it yeah. could be a restaurant. It could be a hotel. It could be a club. Whatever. Hotel. You kick somebody out of the hotel for wearing slippers to your hotel. Right, what are we talking about here? Apple God. Mm. Carry on. Mm. Anyway, um, do you know what they call Black Maria? Is it not that truck that they used to take people to jail? I rem- I know that it became famous when Abiola was in it. MQ, they yeah. transported him to jail in yeah, Black so Maria. So yeah, so Black Maria obviously the vehicle they take prisoners from the prison to the courts. And back in the days when they used to do firing squads in um, Bar Beach, they used to carry prisoners. Ah, they used to do firing squads. Of course, men, of, of you're course. old. Yeah, of course, uh, with old with age comes wisdom. Hope- <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, this is pooping in Black Maria. I take them to Barbage and um, firing squad and stuff. So, apparently, the federal government, in, in their mighty wisdom, I decided to change the name from the Black Maria to gang, 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 the Green Maria. So, from now on, the government is going to spend about uh, 1.6 billion naira and they're going to import 116 new Green Marias to take prisoners from. Um, the prisons to the to the courts and to be honest forget all the jokes and whatever it is the nigerian jail system is a mess and there are so many prisoners that are in jails for months after months after months simply because they'll say that the vehicle transporting them to the courts is broken down the court the, the judge gets to the person's case he says this person here they say no they adjourn the case for another three months and that person is in prison for another three months and the cycle repeats itself over and over again and people are just lost in the system and everybody knows Nanjatsu if you don't have anybody if you don't know anybody for the simplest thing you are just in jail and you know you're just you know burning away and just sometimes by the grace of God churches that do prison outreach and some philanthropists and lawyers that do all this kind of outreach that identify these cases and sometimes able to get somebody out of prison for 10 years because of you know, ten naira biscuit, or they just pack people from a certain um, establishment, and people that know people make a phone call and they're out while somebody else is um, is buried in jail. So it's it's, it's funny in a way. Black Maria become Green Maria, but um, 
I'll let Edo tell her experience because LD um, almost entered Black Maria. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so actually. Just, okay. Yeah, just LD, LD, LD almost entered Green Maria this. Um, Please don't let me abuse you. This week. Oh, yeah, LD. LD, regale us with your experience first with the Lagos, all, Lagos police. First system. of all, first hey, of all, hey. Sus is lying. I know, I know when my brothers listen to this podcast, they'll be laughing because they. Everyone keeps making it seem like I'm a convict or something. First of all, I'm not a convict. Before I go and apply for visa, people joke now from joke this to that. Anyway, guys, so long story short, I had a run-in with the popo. Even though they claim that they're the task force section of the police, but that's their business. So first of all, police said I, I would not get into the schematics about whether I drove on BRT lane or I did not drive on BRT lane. Quite frankly, I didn't, but that's an argument for another day. Half of my tire was literally in that lane. Let's set the scene exactly what happened. So I was going home from work. I was in a good mood. There was traffic, but I'm used to it now. Going home from work, there's always traffic. So I was in my car rapping, you know, they were playing my jams and even people in traffic are I mean like what is wrong with this one? So you were distracted. Dude, don't be a what's it called right now? Don't be a, don't let the devil use you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, anyway, so I bust out I was in my lane. Somebody was trying to get in front of me. And if you're in Lagos, you know that it takes pure technicality to enter in front of somebody. And for the person that you're entering in front not to get scratched. Somebody was trying to get into my lane. So I turned my tire so that the person wouldn't... Well, you get what I mean? So I turned it so that the person would not hit me. Just enter the lane and be going. So half of my tire literally entered the BRT lane. The BRT lane is for buses. So only buses go on those lanes. So the, then a policeman or a task force man, whatever he likes to call himself, now comes to me and he says, Madam, you know, do well, though. Now, again, I was all chummy, happy and everything. So I looked at him and I said, oh, got no vex now, sorry. Because usually in Lagos, everything can be sorted out with a, oh, got no vex, sorry. Like joke, like joke, this guy looked at me, said, go and pack behind that bus. Wait, <laughs> so for what I understand, so you were, you were on the... Like I was literally on the edge of that yellow line. So you're on the right side, right? Yeah, I was on the right side. So exactly. You're on the right side of traffic. Yes. And I know BRT was on the over the extreme right. Extreme now. right lane. Yeah. And were you exiting to the service lane? Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But you know you have to drive. That's what I'm saying. Like before you get there, you know there's a place where they mark yellow, 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 yellow. That's where you can actually exit. Yes. Exactly. So I had turned a little so the person entering my front can pass first before I now. Um, adjust my car properly and jigger what I'm trying okay, to so say. So you jumped into the BRT a little bit early before you got no, into the ex- service lane to, to, to get into the, the service lane. Yes, the thing, and the thing is, I wouldn't say I was driving on it. Like, you know when you turn your car away so that the person passes you so that you can now realign your car, drive straight, then enter where you need to. Okay. I don't know if you get what I'm I see, saying. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm trying to get the picture. I'm trying to also get the listeners to get the picture. Anyway, so the guy tells me to go and park behind the bus. At this point, at this point, you were on the service lane. You've, you've exited the yes, exactly, express. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The guy now says, the lane. says I should go and park behind one white bus. Again, I wasn't taking it seriously. I was in a good mood. And by the way, you notice that this has happened to me and my brother before. And it was literally it literally played out the same way to a certain extent except mine did not fully play out the same way when i was with my brother so i parked behind the bus and then the guy now says you were on bear i'm like no i was trying to explain to him no so he says wind down now normally everybody in lagos knows that by the time they start saying wind down don't wind down too low or whatever long story short wind down your bear today now i'm barreling now let you see the guy that was trying to knock me off the road came come 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 shout argued 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 opened the car 
the next thing this guy he didn't get into my car he put like his subordinates in my car right and when his subordinates entered my car because like i said when this thing happened to my brother and i they said oh we are going to go to that they were going to take us to their um station after we drove around for like 10 minutes they asked oh yeah anything for us so i literally thought that was literally what was going to happen so this guy was like oh we're going to the station i'm like okay cool where's the station like maryland and i was literally like very because my office is around that maryland area so i'm like oh yeah now let's be going and the traffic was really bad so in my mind i'm thinking these guys are definitely not going to want to sit down in like three hours traffic just to go and turn because where we were we had to literally go and turn if we're actually going to go to maryland so we're in this traffic i turned up the radio you know singing i was dancing i was like let me call my shouting security people just so that you know then the guy's boss starts calling him to ask him where he is and he's like oh god there's traffic now that traffic blah 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 anyway the point is we shall turned at maryland i'm like okay where is the police station he said keep driving down i'm like are you kidding me like where exactly is it and by then my shirting security people had already called me to tell me that oh there's no such thing as maryland police station no ask him where exactly are we going to and everything anyway so he spoke to the person on the phone the guy he now said oh he's around that kid two mile 12 blah 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 it's funny how because i remember when i was recounting this story to source i just remember that like bits and pieces it's funny how like trauma can make you forget stuff sometimes and then sometimes you remember anyway so we get to to side and then i'm like let me just call my dad so call my dad and my dad literally just starts screaming on the phone while i let him into my car blah 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 when she said we're going to have this we're going to talk about this on this podcast i remember that i was going to, after this story i'm going to give you guys things to say and not to say when people are going through things anyways my dad goes yeah he was going on and on and he said okay that he will um he should let him speak to the policeman so he spoke to the policeman the policeman is like oh, there's nothing he can do that is his organa told him to get in the car and that he subordinate blah 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 i called like this other guy in our church who is an inspector everyone that spoke to him anyway he was like oh, even the people like because even the sheriff and security people who are like in the police force he was like he was telling them you guys know how it is now you cannot disobey your your what's it called the superior your superior exactly that he has nothing to do with it and unfortunately i actually look at the guy and i felt so sorry for him because he was stammering when he was speaking to all these people like i think he's naturally a stammerer he was stammering and you could see that he was just not what's it called comfortable comfortable with the whole situation and obviously you know like when someone keeps calling people and different people are talking to you on the phone at the back of your mind you're probably worried and like you're like did we make a mistake or something you know so like there was even a time when his boss called him and he, he was literally like oh god i didn't do anything now what did i do there's traffic anyway so we keep going um i keep asking him where we're going so and he's like just be driving don't worry we'll soon get there and i remember one of the people i called on the phone was like are you sure these people are not kidnappers and so give us a timeline from the time they picked you from the time you were moving from behind the bus to all this this was past calling. six and i had been on the phone for like an hour with different people like the traffic was really bad it took us like two hours to turn from ojota to maryland and literally this is a two minutes journey if you know the area well and i don't mean ojota ojota like the bus stop ojota bus stop itself to get to maryland bus stop we're literally stuck there because and i remember the policeman was even like now wow that this kind of traffic which, which kind of traffic be this today maybe he thought i was a witch or something i was one causing traffic anyway the next thing he now we now passed their van because I, I don't even know how their van had gotten to the other side but like i was telling you so they probably like had climbed the curb 
because Nigerian policemen just think that they are lawless and I mean they are above the law so the next thing he told me to park my car behind their pickup I park my car then they start shouting on the police guy that was in my car and then obviously because he opened the door to get down and then the next thing his boss reaches into my car and takes out my car key and then he told me to come down from the car I'm like, what the actual hell? It was to eight, or it was already past eight. So I can't even remember. And I'm like asking him to come down from my car in the middle of night in a place. And I remember I kept telling the policeman, like, look, I live in Surulere and I work in a Keja. Everywhere outside Maryland, I don't know. And you're taking me to God knows where. How do you expect me to find my way back home? And he's like, oh, don't worry, it's a straight, it's a straight um, what's it called? Going back to Surulere and everything. And so they take my keys out of my car, tell me to come down from my car. Then he gives my car to another person that was in the pickup and he tells the person to drive. And then that one that tells me to get in the passenger seat. So now I'm not in control of my car. Somebody else is driving my car. And technically I'd have preferred driving with the other guy because this guy seemed a bit too, what's it called? I won't say happy or whatever. So he was driving and I'm like, where are you taking me to? And he kept saying, oh, we're just going to Agrik. This, this, and I think I started to, honestly, even though throughout this whole episode, I was the face of composure and everything. Anytime I was actually kind of freaking out because I'm like, every time they would say we'll be there in five minutes and we weren't there. Like, because I didn't know what was going on. So I remember my dad called again. The guy spoke to my dad and he's like, there's nothing he can do. It has to be his ogre then the guy was like ah, madam if you know fashion you better call him because honestly that's the only way you're going to get out of this blah 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 anyway we keep driving we keep driving and long story short i end up in Ikorodo. so i called my dad and my dad was like there's no way i'm coming back home that day that he's going to call my uncle and ask my uncle to come and meet me there anyway so before my uncle came i'm literally like arguing with these people one of the policemen came and was telling some other guy that me i was taking advantage of the fact that the other guy in the car wasn't an experienced driver that so me i was driving slowly and everything i'm like dog there was traffic like the first thing you just said when you entered here was that you've been in traffic for three hours so how are you trying to pin this on me and if and he was like if it was an experienced driver the experienced driver would have collected the key i'm like if it was an experienced driver it would still have taken the same amount of time except the guy is going to climb on the other cars and everything so one of the other policemen now called me asked me what happened i told him and he's like ah, it's not that serious is that why they brought me let me paint a picture for you guys i was in a park where they tow cars in quotes i was the only female okay i wasn't the only female because there was another woman who came but she was with her husband so yes i was literally the only female who was on her own with a bunch of policemen and a bunch of agberos because agberos are in charge of the was it called the park not only was this a difficult situation it was also a dangerous situation because it was actually after i left that i realized anything could have happened to me i could have gotten kidnapped i could have gotten raped like i literally did not know where i was and i remember these guys kept saying "Ah, you have to leave now and i'm like where am i going to leave to i don't know this area i don't know where to go to like the minute i step out of this place i don't even know whether to turn to the left or to turn to the right you know and they're like yeah you can get brt i'm like brt from where like i have never been to this side of town and i think like they thought it was a joke because they all kept staring at me like how have you never what am i looking for in Ikorodu? anyway so i'm talking to the policeman he asked me what happened again i said okay that he now points to somebody that i should go and talk to and that when i talk to the person i should come back and meet him and tell him what the person says anyway this policeman now goes he also helps me beg the guy he's like it's not that serious and everything like you literally dragged her all the way i remember telling them i'm like i'm i'm a young girl and you guys dragged me all the way from anthony to ikorodu like if i was your daughter or your sister or your wife like wouldn't you be worried and everything 
and i think the most amusing part of this whole situation was one of the policemen looked at me and asked me am i married i don't understand the marriage obsession in nigeria because i say no and he asks me why I don't understand like what is your business with why i'm not married or if i'm married or not anyway so we're all going back and forth then my uncle comes and my uncle comes realize that my uncle knows one of them because one of them starts laughing and before my uncle came the guy had told me that i had to pay seventy thousand to get my car out and i'm like i'm not going to pay seventy thousand so anyway my uncle comes with his son he's like okay we should leave he gets me out of there and they tell my uncle to come back no they, they, they told us actually to come back the next day but so your car was impounded yeah my car was impounded um but my uncle was like so the next day i woke up and my uncle was like he'll go there on his own and everything so um i don't know what my uncle did but he came back with my car and my uncle literally had to drive in front of me to show me the way out that's how far out of town i was and honestly when i was driving i couldn't believe that i had come through that route like even my dad called and he's like so can you see exactly where you went to because i actually just wanted to go home that night and my dad was like i cannot go home that night because people get killed on that route different things happen people get kidnapped so um I was so, ju- so where did you go what so, so where did you go i don't understand so you couldn't go home that night so yeah he told go? me to go with my uncle and my uncle put me in a hotel okay. and everything because he was still he came with his son and i think they still had things to do or whatever anyway so um he literally put me somewhere like five minutes away like i think he was his friends with like the hotel owner or something because there, there wasn't like drama so anyway my uncle like literally drove with me all the way to maryland and then i just went home so it was actually a very difficult situation to be honest it was scary and i remember like when i was alone that evening i literally like cried because i just thought about how how this could have all gone in a different direction like i mean this guy was literally trying to pin it on me that it was my fault that they were getting there at nine it was just it was just all around crazy and i remember in that moment i'll be honest guys i finally understand the nigerian quest for power and why power is so because i thought if i was in kogi state every one of them i would have dealt with each and every one of them i'm like look at this idiot <laughs> look at this actual <laughs> i try so hard not to insult all of them i like if i was in kogi state this would never have happened they are taking one look at my driver's license and they would have let me go but because i'm in this god forsaken lagos so there are too many people who <laughs> and power past power in this stupid lagos i like this idiot thing that they can tell me to get out of my car in the middle of that guys i can i can literally understand the thirst for power because in that minute for the next 24 hours you guys the rage i felt the anger i felt the need for to destroy each and every one of them like i remember looking at the guy in my car the one that was very you didn't remember that vengeance is my said in law honestly at that point in time the bible flew out of my head i remember looking at this guy and i'm like his name was steve and even though i felt bad for him i'm like if anything happens to me look at me well just you know i was like so angry and i just thought maybe i should pack my load and move to kogi state where i know that you know 
snap my finger and everything so guys when you see nigerians doing anything and i mean anything for power is so that their children will not be dragged across border lines in the middle of the night and so that their children can also open their mouths and say do you know who i am <laughs> but you guys it was actually so frustrating like i understand the nigerian dream to have power to be done with this child or something because honestly this was a mess i mean on the flip side you don't want to be done with this child and be famous because then this could have turned into a kidnap case and they'd be asking for 100 million on top of your head but on the flip side there are things not to say to people when they are in distress or when they're in trouble and this cuts across everything not just my situation because on social media i remember somebody was complaining to she just lost her dad and then people were saying stupid things like welcome to the club and all of that and she's like what the hell is welcome to the club like someone is grieving it doesn't mean it doesn't matter that just because you've lost your dad you know you should make light of somebody else losing their dad or oh just be just be consoled in the fact that your father is in heaven that's not nobody cares so like when people are in trouble don't say stupid things that just keep quiet you know say you're sorry offer your condolences don't be asking why did you let the person inside your car or why did you wind down or why if you're not in the situation when something is happening you can never truly know all the parameters that led to whatever is happening at that point in time do you get what i'm saying like now is not the time to be saying you should have could have would have whatever don't do that whether it's that somebody lost their job or somebody's parents die there's proper etiquette but this is not the episode to teach you guys etiquette and you shouldn't even need to be taught it's just manners it's just being sensible shout out to my brothers who call me a jailbird because <laughs> they came to the they came to see me and they're like ah because i went to work the next day and they're like wow your office standard must be dropping i mean they they still let cons come to work bruh i'm not an ex-convict but now i have experience with policemen and every time i'm driving well i only drove once after that on my way back for work and she has seen me looking out for that stupid steve and the other idiots do you have um, a ptsd now i feel like so on my way to sources face today there were like policemen driving beside me and i literally looked at them and they looked at me and i faced my front and hit my accelerator really hard so i don't know if i know i feel some type of wish uh, towards them now i remember telling the guy beside me i'm like tomorrow now you guys will say police is my friend you're not my friend like someone means away from shouting the famous nwa song to them but it is what it is like i remember there was a guy in church one second i remember there was a guy in church who was assaulted by police i don't know if i shared that story on this podcast and he was like it totally changed the way he saw them this is because not even police sorry soldiers this is because um he said every time he saw a soldier you know i don't i don't know if you guys who live in lagos you've noticed especially about bonnie cantonment you see soldiers standing around waiting for like civilians to give them a ride do you get what i'm saying instead of taking um public transport so maybe just drop them somewhere along the way i know that sometimes on my way to work i see policemen trying to flag me down saying oh just drop me here and he's like when that incident happened with him and the soldiers every time he drove through bunny camp he would literally look at all of them want to give them the finger but he would just drive off and then obviously soldiers who have been used to him like picking them up do you get what i'm saying he wasn't picking them up anymore like it just kind of changes your mindset towards the police they're all useless i remember one time i said on this podcast that i don't know if nigerian police receive training 
I stand by my word now because, yeah, they're all full of shit. Let, let me tell you another um, paralegal or what's paramilitary um, uh, Nigerian office that's giving Nigerian headache, Nigerian customs. Wait, I want to even ask a question. Task force. I didn't order the police. Because remember when I got to work and I was telling someone, some people were like, common task force. You allowed common task force to harass you. Again, I was not finding, don't say shit like that to people. But where do they fall under these stupid task force people? I'm back on my blood loss. I'm going to deal with every single one of them that's on that road. Now continue. Yeah, as in, like customs, uh, people are having issues with customs. I know um, Kemi Adetiba. The actor of that um, big movie, that's the biggest movie. She's a director, not dir- an actor. D- director of the biggest movie this year, right? In 2018. He's the king of boys, right? Yes, I watched it. And guys, at this point in time, I wouldn't mind being in your last salami. But what? Uh, you need what? to watch it. She was the king of boys. Okay. I, I, she, I, 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 this would never have happened to her. Yeah, I don't get the reference. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, people who have watched it understand why. I mean. Yeah, and uh, what's the name of the other actor too that had this big rant on Instagram? Kunia Folayo. Yeah, about um, customs and essentially not being able to get into the airport or something along that line i know kemi's whole issue was essentially they were essentially harassing her for money asking her for receipts of uh, i can't remember what item that of her perfume of and her they perfume, wouldn't ask no her sense. male co- her, her friend who was traveling with her they wouldn't ask him anything and every time they wanted to speak to kemi they would speak to her her friend because she's a woman honestly eh? I don't have the energy. Let's just yeah. So there's a lot of chauvinistic thing with them, and essentially they were just trying to extort money, and it was the same thing with the uh, other actor too, where they were just trying to extort money, and obviously it looks like the government got a hold of him, and he was you know apologizing for the words he used and thanking them for settling the matter and whatever it is. So, but I don't know. Have you had I know that I know that Kemi called out the people who like she lucky for her she knew the names of the people who was the called harassed her i wish i knew the names of those who assaulted me i didn't know that the guy in the car his name was steve but you know how many steves there are in the task force and he had the guts to be talking to his wife and saying ah sweetie how are you and there's a freaking woman beside you and you're harassing her let me not swear for your family sir but anyway customs they are normal they are stupid at the airport there is anything for boys anything for girls if you strong your face now they will want to do you as if you are not entitled to enter your own country but all of them are useless. Mm-hmm. If your daddy is a policeman or a soldier, I'm sorry, he's not useless. The rest are useless. I'm, I'm and I have uncles that are soldiers, so you know. But however, if my uncles or any family member is in a position of power, in policemen, soldiers, and you're harassing people, you're also useless. So stop harassing people. Yeah, so I'm wondering if the Coupe boys were harassed on their way, on their way into the country for their gig. I don't know. For people that don't know, the Coupe guys are those, um, I guess, they became the hit viral, they went viral when they were dancing to this Coupe song, like the four guys, I guess, good looking guys, and they were doing this Coupe dance, and all of a sudden, I guess, women's ovaries all over the world started aching or something. My ovaries do not <laughs> yeah. ache. And then it became a sensation. So I don't know who brought them into Nigeria. You know, I know normally we are, we are used to this inflow now. No Black China was in Nigeria. Bernice was in I Nigeria. I didn't even know Black China was in Nigeria. Where yeah. did she come to Nigeria? Some, about two weeks ago. Oh, no. Wow. So, I, so I know we've been flying these people, Instagram models, and you know. It's all these allergies now. Fit T, Fashion Nova people into Nigeria, but I didn't know we we're you know, flying in Coupe boys also. 
what was funny was that people really went hard on them when i guess they came in for a night at escape and i think you watch the video of them kind of dancing and something that they, they, they could even develop a routine and everything like that and they just came here and you received all sorts of insults which i found hilarious okay so first of all um quick look into these boys they have regular nine to five jobs apparently but i don't think someone just brought them to nigeria i think they're actually on a tour or some shit like that so somebody must have booked them to come and turn now yeah anyway that's not the point so i remember i watched the video i'm not sure i think it just went viral because they were fine boys not necessarily because of the dance because the dance was like literally a second or something now you you're going on tour like someone said they should have developed something sad to do so i'm watching the video of what they did at a night at the escape they do two seconds of their hand movements that looks like shaku shaku then the boy starts po- one of the boys starts posing like you know when you do that fine boy pose Sex and everything and i'm like what is going on is this why they brought like how much they do you know i can understand why nigerians would be angry because you can imagine how much some of them maybe this was a paid something where they had to pay to enter do you get what i'm saying like guys you are fine you have jobs why do you, why are you wasting your time and your life doing god knows what see um somebody was saying that you know um you should let nigerian boys enjoy themselves too as they're bringing all those women people are complaining so let them bring boys for the boys so people are you know and it was funny in the video there in the front stage i think there were more men standing in front holding their camera that says a lot about nigerian men that's a story for another videotaping the the guys than women actually which was hilarious funny enough no one i never got was wanting to go to a club where there were celebrities or people hosting it never made sense to me because i'm like because that's how some women become baby mamas for celebrities what do you mean yeah but i never meant i don't understood it for the guys if because if as a guy what what interest do i have maybe to, it's like fabulous is like your favorite rapper you might no, think it's no. a chance for you to meet no, for what because if i'm going to the club i'm going to go at least go holla at girls whatever it is if so that's why you used if, to go to clubs. yes if fab and all the other people are there that's nothing for me everybody's finding a way to get into fab vip so why the hell do i want to go to the club where all these ballers no, no, are so that they can take picture and put it on their social media and say look who i ran just does not understand the 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 art of finessing this something so you go to the club where you've heard that fabulous is going to be there or jay-z or jigga so you, think that you get your picture that, that these are your man yes right? now <laughs> you now put it on instagram you'll be now mm. word it like this edako guys look who i ran into at so 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 club i didn't even know big homie was gonna be there <laughs> shout out to the guy very homie. cool guy he was nice he shook uh. my hand some will even go as far as maybe if you have a business like now say he even told me that he has heard about unraveling nigeria and the great things i'm doing dog that's how you do it this was just here speaking grammar yeah, yeah, I, guess, I, guess, I guess i guess i guess i missed the whole finesse about it that's I'm pretending that these guys are your man because in my opinion it always makes sense to me i'm like i want to go have a good time if i go to the club and all these people are there all the chicks are trying to find their way there then, so, so it's i've never finished my finesse then when you now finish it what the girls not think that ah yeah, this guy somebody, you know somebody you got, the, you got, you got, you got the connect fool. oh can you i if a useless person <laughs> you will now say somebody the girl will tell me oh my god so you know chica do you think you can introduce me to him you'll be like yeah baby i can and give me your number then that's like you just useless the poor girl's life and they say every day she says i get to meet jiga today oh no baby he's on tour oh no he's chilling with beyonce oh no he said blue has the flu today <laughs> oh no he says Sarumi. so that's how it works dog yeah well i guess uh, yeah i guess i guess you're teaching me the game mm. I, I you later now tomorrow so to come on the podcast i say let uncle sis teach you the game yeah well, i guess yeah i guess you are the finished king right? mm-hmm. 
Anyways, let's hit the Jura. Let's hit the Jura of the week for uh, for somebody listening for the first time. Jura is our Nigerian love um, psychologist and the love doctor. The love doctor. And people send him um, all sorts of messages, and he reads them. Um, he reads them. He puts them on the gram, and we read them. And you know, I think we need to ask: Is Jura putting them on the gram to just make fun of them? Because I'm starting to think that might be it. It's for entertainment. <laughs> I'm hoping behind the scenes he's calling these people and. Um, giving them advice obviously you tell that some that are more serious than others so that sometimes you can tell he's having fun sometimes mm. you can tell he reached out to the person so let me give you this one hello juro i think i have a problem i get shy and i don't know how to woo a woman into sex i get depressed a lot and i noticed from the last time i had sex i felt comfortable and the depression went for a while i told a friend about it he kind of told me sex kills depression sometimes is this true moreover the last time i sexed was a year and a half ago and now the depression is back and is at its peak i mostly feel like i'm useless or not worthy to be existing and i don't know if it's sex that i need or just a therapy i get scared of ladies which actually prevents me from wooing them to sex or any relationship i get called gay by guys sometimes because no one has ever seen me with a lady before this also affects me emotionally brojuro i need your full help Okay, so first of all, <clears throat> from the little knowledge that I know or from what I hear, I don't think it's the sex that cured your depression. It was just the 10 minutes of euphoria or whatever that you carried in your head for a while. But I'm not a guy, so I don't know. I might be wrong. I'll let Uncle Sus tell you about that. But yeah, I don't think it was the sex. Secondly, I think you need a therapy. Um, therapist. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I think you need a therapist because if you're depressed, this, that's some serious shit. No jokes, and sex is not going to cure your depression. Some niggas be getting all the sex in this world, and they still go and kill themselves out of depression. So you need to take this very seriously. Except maybe you're just, except you're confusing depression with something else. Thirdly, I think that your major problem might be that you seem to think that wooing girls is just for sex. Maybe this is why you're not getting any girls. You know, have you ever tried to get another girl? You know, try to date her or something? Because clearly, if the only reason you're trying to get with the girl is to get in her pants, of course, you're not going to be very successful at this. Fourthly, if you want to go and marry, <laughs> you marry then you have sex as regularly as you want when you want however if you're looking for girls just to have sex then please go and settle down you are you're an african man yeah don't okay i'm joking but seriously if you're depressed you need a therapist and like i said i was actually serious from point one to point four to be quite honest with you so that's my take but you know let uncle source who knew nothing about the finessing game by the way i'll just remind you tell you what it is All right, in let, his let, own let me, mind let me break it down so it can never be broken anyway so um yeah he said he said um actually prevents him he's scared of ladies which actually prevents him from moving them to sex or any relationship so so number one i'll say to answer your first question sex does not um does not heal depression or whatever it is and sometimes depression is a world that maybe we we, we get to throw around a little bit too lightly you know it's good to be diagnosed first by a real um physician you know when you're de- de- before you start throwing around depressed now what i see from here 
is somebody who is craving for intimacy. So intimacy is not necessarily sex, right? Is is a relationship which you even talked about. Now sex is obviously the the uh, an expression of intimacy, but what he's really looking for is intimacy, which um, he seems to um, lack the social skills to get. So if I was you, this is the exercise you would try. Now you're scared of ladies and stuff like that. You have to put yourself through these uh, mental challenges every day. Go up to five random women and just say hi say good morning don't be a creep about it it doesn't have to be anything more than that hi good morning that's just for a week that's all you do just get comfortable with approaching hi good morning you look nice today simple stuff so you get comfortable you're not scared so you just you demystify this um this um mystique you have about women and approaching women so just start with that easy then from there I want you to get comfortable with approaching and just saying hi and you know chit chatting about simple stuff remove sex from the table just go with that simple hi hello and you know talk about the weather stuff stuff like that then from there when you're used to approaching then you can start taking the the conversations to um much deeper levels where it can eventually lead to greater forms of um intimacy but that's where you start from just keep on you know building relationships and that's what you need and you know not sex all all like all i get from here is just somebody who's craving intimacy who's craving relationships and we know for a lot of human beings um if we can't uh, we can't exist in a silo and we find it very hard to be on our own so we crave intimacy we crave relationships and stuff like that and that's what you need join the club join the club that's love women book clubs um yeah, in, in um, co-ed intramurals stuff that gets you interacting with women in a space that is, doesn't have to be sexual or intimate that way just become friends just you know, there's so many different forms of intimacy not everything involves sex but you in those um groups you form and stuff like that you will find common ground you'll find um, things you guys like to each other and which can build into an uh, intimate situation right now there's there's a lot of sexless marriage the marriage does not um, there's not that one can be jumping from fry pan to fire <laughs> uh, so, so I'm not but sure I that's, I was joking, I'm not sure that's the route you want to go but essentially get married though, don't listen to so, so, esen- <laughs> so essentially like I'm just to kind of put the bow on it it's not about sex it's about intimacy and that time you had sex, you just kind of obviously sex itself, you know, releases endorphins, which makes you feel good. But obviously, all that is a temporary relief and whatever it is. But it's the intimacy you crave. And like I said, don't be scared. The women are like any other person else. Give yourself simple exercises. Say hi. Say you know hello. And sometimes a guy you should know is that rejection is simple. If you have, if you have, if you shoot fifty percent as a guy, you are you are a baller right 50 percent of the women will say no 50, so don't go and one girl rejects you and you think it's the end of the world no if you if you're shooting 50 percent, you're doing very very well so once you get that mentality going rejection means nothing it's just one i'll be successful with the next, next one and that's a 50 50 so if i talk to 100 girls 50 girls will be receptive the other 50 might not be so have that in mind so that you don't try this exercise and go get depressed that i got rejected and yeah you put yourself in a in a bigger hole like I said, or um, 
as LD said, you know, if it's really serious stuff that is more than I'm just thinking now, you should, obviously should go see a therapist and help. But I'm even sure a therapist, to what you try to do is build your confidence and try to uh, put you in situations where you can develop uh, relationships that matter and make you feel um, feel among and belong and whatever it is. So um, that's what we have for this week. LD, you got anything you want to say to wrap it up? Apart from F the police, I guess. Th- that's exactly what I was going to say. But I am on this journey to being a better person. Because every morning when I wake up, like the only prayer I say to God, I don't even ask anyone. I just say, God, help me to be a better person. So I won't say it, even though that's the most important thing on my lips. Yeah. Um, you guys strive for greatness because when you are great, you know, it's easier to cry in your Lambo, is the truth, than on top of a bicycle. Uh, <laughs> it's the truth. Uh, but that said, follow us on social media, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's good, it's bad, good gang. bad gang in all those places. We'll also love it if you follow us on SoundCloud because you know that's where we are. And also, if you have an iPhone, you can for um you can subscribe on the podcast app leave a comment talk to us let us know how you're feeling let us know what you want us to speak about if any of our listeners are going to be in lagos during the festive period holla and don't forget to spread good vibes peace out if your girl a look good and she never boring Then you know that you're really good vibe And she cook your good food and she always caring Then you know that you're really good vibe If your man didn't love you real good in a bed Then you know that you're really good vibe